Hello, and welcome to Conscious Business with the Corporate Yogi. I'm your host, Julie Zuzak. This podcast helps entrepreneurs develop the mindset needed to build and grow a conscious business. Whether you know it yet or not, your mindset is the subconscious blueprint that determines your success. Each episode, we explore the different ways that your business calls you forth to grow on a personal level and through your relationships. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? All right, our topic today is up-leveling yourself and up-leveling your business. So this episode was inspired by a conversation that I had last week with one of my clients. And we talked about, you know, being efficient, about batching, scaling, and about running online courses and passive income. These are all some of my favorite topics. And she had a really big aha moment about batch producing content that she shares with her community. So rather than doing it each week and deciding what to do in that moment, having that bigger picture strategy and vision to really execute and get things done. So we talked about different ways to be more efficient in her business. And having this conversation with her made me think about you. Because I thought that you might benefit from some of this information too. Maybe it's time to check in and think about your business. Are you playing big with your business? Are you being as efficient as you can possibly be? Or are you focused on the big picture or lost in the weeds? Now, I want to share some of the gems that we talked about last week so that you can apply these to your business. They might be things that apply to you right now, or you might want to tuck them away in your back pocket for when you need them later on, or you might just need a good check-in. So what I have for you today is three separate tips to up-level yourself and your business, and I'm going to share each tip in each of the different segments, all right? But first, I want to start with a story. So in the story today, I want to talk about commitment because part of up-leveling yourself is really having a very clear picture about where you want to be. And once you have your vision very clearly defined, then you have to commit to it, not sort of kind of commit. You have to commit 100%. And by commit, I mean doing whatever it takes. And the commitment is really what differentiates entrepreneurs from succeeding versus failing. And commitment has showed up in history with different explorers. One of my favorite stories is with Cortez and his famous order to burn the boats. You know this story? Have you ever heard it? When he arrived in Mexico after a treacherous voyage across the Atlantic, he wanted to prove exactly how serious he was to his crew. He was serious about single-handedly giving the order to burn the boats, which sent a very clear message to his crew that there was no turning back. Failure was not an option. And if you think about it, Explorers really were the entrepreneurs of their time, weren't they? They stepped up to do something big, bold, adventurous, like literally forging new territory, right? Something that was really high risk and often very dangerous. Not only was their reputation and their livelihood at risk, but oftentimes it was their lives and the lives of their crew. 
So when Cortez gave his order to burn the boats, he took away the option to turn back and go home. He took away the plan B. He took away the option of failure. And history has had many examples of leaders giving a similar order to burn the boats. But what exactly is the impact of this kind of strategy? Well, it really tells us that failure is not an option. If you want to survive, you have to succeed. And this calls forth an entire new level of commitment, doesn't it? All-in commitment, 100% going to succeed style of commitment. Because when we fail in life, it's often because we have first envisioned the failure in our mind or at least entertained the possibility of failure. And think about it. Even if only a 5% probability of failure exists in your mind, you're still giving part of your energy, your intention, your focus to the possibility of failure. When you burn the boats, you take away the possibility of failure and you force all of your attention on the need to succeed and that changes everything. Not even 1% of your attention goes to failure. It's just not an option. Think about it. Which scenario is more likely to succeed? One where you believe you have a 70% probability to succeed? Or one where you have a 100% belief that you will succeed? It all starts with your belief, with your mindset. The belief in your ability to succeed and your belief determines your ability because it dictates your commitment. When we talk about up-leveling your business, a big factor is commitment to success. And this is why I wanted to share this Cortez story of burn the boats. When you burn the boats, you get very clear about how badly you want something. It takes you to that new level of commitment. Do you sort of, kind of, maybe want your business to succeed? Do you sort of, kind of, maybe believe in yourself? Or do you believe 100% in yourself? So I guess the entrepreneurial comparison of this, of burn the boats, would be to quitting your job, right? And relying on your business to succeed because you actually depend on that as a source of revenue. And so those become two very different levels of commitment. And often, I actually advise people to have a side hustle or start a business just to get it off the ground to work things out before they dive in 100%. But I do want to differentiate that those are two different levels of commitment. And maybe your business success isn't as dire as life or death, was it, as it was in the 1500s, I get that, but it still is all about commitment. So I want to share three tips with you today to really focus on up-leveling yourself and your business, all right? So tip number one is to expand your social circles. Now, this is one of my favorite leadership quotes from Jim Rohn, which is, You are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. So take some time to think about this. Who the heck are you spending time with? Are they a reflection of who you want to be 
or do they regularly throw pity parties and invite you to the pity party? Remember, the people you spend the most time with have a big impact on who you become, and not just in your work life, also in your personal life. And yes, I think this might be something uncomfortable to hear because sometimes we get really stuck in specific patterns and some of us have a very strong value of loyalty and that value of loyalty tells us that we have to hold on to people into our life and consistently have them in our life. But here's a little bit of tough love. If you are consistently the smartest person in the room, especially in business, then it's time to start looking for a new room to spend a bit of time in. And this is uncomfortable to hear often. I acknowledge this. I appreciate it. And I know people can have kind of a reaction when I say this, but I want to ask you, how committed are you to your big dream? Remember that Cortez story in the beginning. Do you really want to bring your big dream to life? Are you really committed to it? Or do you sort of kind of want to achieve it? Because those are two very different levels of commitment. One of them is going to require you to make tougher decisions and be more selective about who you spend your time with. Not all of the time, but some of the time. And just to be clear, I'm not asking you to fire your friends. I'm just asking you to be conscious about how much time you spend with them. And If you identify someone who is holding your back, well, maybe there's an opportunity here to have a courageous conversation with them to address this. And if there isn't, then maybe it's time to spend a little less time with them and find new people who do inspire you. Or maybe just recalibrate the amount of time that you spend with different people. And this isn't just an airy-fairy concept. Studies have actually proven that the behavior of our friends really influences us, either negatively or positively. Positive thinking gets us elevated, and destructive thinking encourages us to have more destructive behavior. And I want to point out that who we spend our time with is definitely an aspect of our comfort zone, right? We get used to spending time with certain people as being a comfortable part of our life. And I love having people consistently in my life. But let's take a look at socializing through the growth mindset lens. Your growth mindset means that you're constantly exposing yourself to circumstances that will cause you to grow. And that includes your relationship. You know that phrase I say sometimes at the beginning of the podcast, you know, I always say that being an entrepreneur calls you forth to grow on a personal level and through your relationships. Well, the personal level, we talk about a lot, but the relationships, this is the perfect example of how your relationships will influence your success. So tip number one, expand your social circles. Tip number two, act according to where you want to be. Now, sometimes we get in a rut of being in a certain place and we just stay there either out of habit or because we get busy in the weeds, we get stuck in the weeds. I know I'm definitely guilty of this, which is why once a quarter, I always make sure that I have a strategy session with someone to make sure where I am with my business and to see if anything needs to be recalibrated. And this might mean hiring help, outsourcing things. 
changing things that aren't working, retiring products, adding new products, pricing, or developing new partnerships. And sometimes we get very stuck in our thinking and we do things according to where we are today because, you know, it's familiar, we get stuck in a habit, or we get disconnected from our bigger vision. So a lot of this is mindset. We have all kinds of stories and promises that we make to ourselves like, you know, I'll act differently when or I'll start to outsource things when I have the money. But what I really want you to do today is to think about where you want to be and ask yourself, how could I act differently today that would help me to get there? Don't wait to play big when you get big. Play big today and that will help you to get to your destination. This reminds me of that T. Harv Eker quote, how you do anything is how you do everything. Any big milestone or shift that you make in your life is simply a series of tiny little actions made consistently. Big shifts come from a series of small actions taking consistently over time. It's the compound effect, right? Sometimes we need to up-level our actions and deep down inside we might be secretly waiting for an invitation or waiting for permission or waiting for someone to tell us that we're ready. But this is BS. You know this. You do not need an invitation to step up and play big. So let's check in with you right now. What is it that you could be doing right now but you have some sort of lame excuse about doing it can you think of something be honest with yourself what could you be doing today that would really shift your business and have a big impact maybe it's something that has been on your to-do list for weeks or maybe months and it just kind of keeps sliding into the next week the deadline just keeps moving i want you to dig really deep and be honest here what is it And why are you putting it off? Are you scared of success? Are you maybe scared of failure? Are you worried about what people are going to think? Is there a story here that you're not quite ready yet? Now, I want to challenge you to do this thing right now. Get it off your plate. Do it today. Okay? And if you need a little bit of courage, please reach out and let me know. I will send you some courage. (laughs) And maybe you just need to do a few Hail Marys. You know, some really big, scary actions to lean into your fear and start building that muscle. Remember, all our actions have an impact. And the other great benefit of doing a Hail Mary is that you will start to blueprint for bigger results because you're stepping into that higher vibration, which allows us to feel out a way of what it's like to be at that bigger level. So tip number two, act according to where you want to be. Okay, I have a third tip that I want to share with you, but before I do, I want to give you a heads up on something new that I've been working on, and I will be formally announcing it later this week, I promise, but I just want to give you a heads up about it today. Now, I've shared details about this new project with a few people in my inner circle, and they instantly jumped on board. They just knew they wanted to be a part of it, and it's definitely an opportunity for up-leveling, just like we're talking about today. Not only for me, but also for you to up-level yourself and your business. 
So I'm still finalizing a few of the details and it's happening in November. That's all I can say for right now. And I will make the announcement later this week, I promise. So if you're in a place where you are ready to step up, step into something bigger and really up level yourself, stay tuned for this announcement coming later in the week. It's unlike anything that I've ever done before and it's really exciting. If you wanna be part of it, you'll need to act fast though and jump on board right away. Okay, the third tip that I want to share with you is to think about scaling your business. Now, this is admittedly one of my favorite words. I am guilty of overusing it. And I want to break it down really quite simply. When you build something that scales, it means that you create the ability to meet unlimited demand. So if you have built your business such that you deliver your services one-to-one, then you're going to only be able to work with so many clients because there's a limited number of hours in each day, right? But if you changed your business model and started to offer a service of one-to-many, like a course that people could take on their own, well, you could deliver it online and you could potentially deal with 5,000 people. And whether you delivered it to 5,000 or 50,000 people, it's virtually the same amount of effort. And technology is offering us so many opportunities to scale businesses really easy, to expand our reach. And if you think about it, even a book is a scalable product, isn't it? You take the time to create it once and then many different people are able to consume it at the same time. Now, a big part of scaling is also to focus on streamlining things. And this invites us to be more efficient by either getting things done quickly or more simply. And I want you to think about how this could apply to your business. Is there a regular task that you do weekly or maybe monthly that takes a lot of your time? Maybe it doesn't even take a lot of time, but it simply sucks a lot of your creative energy and attention. And it might even be frustrating for you. Ask yourself, how could you make this process more simple and more efficient? And I'll be honest, this actually takes a lot of focus to really think about. And sometimes we have to pause our day-to-day activities and check out to get perspective on this. Sometimes even shifting your geography to go off-site or work in a different area can help you to look at your business from that big picture perspective. So dedicate some time thinking about any repetitive regular tasks or workflow that you have in your business that you could be doing more efficiently. Batching is also a really good way to do this. A great example we talked about last week is um, creating videos. So rather than filming one video a week for your business or doing one social media post a week for your business, wouldn't it make sense to dedicate instead one single day every month to creating this content? then you'd be more efficient, especially if you have other people that you need to involve in the process. It takes a lot of time to task switch and change to doing different things. So it is just more efficient to batch and do a bunch of the same things at the same time. Now, a great example for me is social media, and I actually have a process and a batch system for doing my social media. I like to plan it out for the month, or sometimes it's just a two-week batch. But when I think of all the programs and all the applications that I need to open to be able to do my posts, it really doesn't make sense for me to do this on a daily basis, right? Because it's just inefficient. But once I have everything open, I'm in that right mindset, then I can really dive in and get things done. 
And once you invest time into your efficiency and you focus on your systems, well, you will start to see ways of streamlining things to be more efficient. And this sets you up to be able to hand things off to someone else. And this could be an employee, it could be someone on your admin team, or maybe a virtual assistant. And this is golden because it's going to free up your time and your attention to focus on other things that are more important to you. All right, so let's recap those three tips to uplevel yourself and your business. First, expand your social circles. Second, act according to where you want to be. And third, think about scaling your business. And it's time to start wrapping up this episode on up-leveling yourself and your business. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Remember that being an entrepreneur is the most intense form of personal development that you will ever go through. So be patient and be kind to yourself. Deep down inside, you know how powerful you are. Now it's time to step up and let the rest of us see it. <laughs>